into the contest. It's Wednesday the 12th of January. Welcome to Afternoon Sport. Tim Gilbert here. Shane Lee, how are you, mate? How's the glamping going? I, I, I checked the um, AccuWeather yesterday and it, it didn't look all that flash where you were. It was terrible weather yesterday, mate. So Monopoly was out. Um, my daughter Abby was had a big game of Monopoly with her two friends, Lucinda and Lily. And it got pretty aggressive, I think, and uh, so there's a lot of shouting towards the end. But um, today, mate, the birds are chirping, the kangaroos here are feeding, and uh, it looks like a much better day today. So hopefully we'll get some uh, swimming in today. Now, um, Monopoly, it's an interesting one. Were you always a particular piece when you played the Monopoly game? Uh, my brother always loved being the car. I like being the old boot. Yeah, that was me. You were the car? Yeah, I was the car, yeah. Yeah, very good. <laughs> All right, now we have a very important charity auction, of course, and there's some really good items here at great prices. It's for the marvellous Cooper Rice Braiding Foundation and they're raising funds for important cancer research. In there included is a signed New South Wales State of Origin jersey. So that's there amongst some other great things. Afternoonsport.com forward slash auction. Now on the show today, will Novak Djokovic be the first tennis player to decide a federal election? Tim Payne. Oh, that story does hurt, doesn't it? Quite appropriate. The surname is Payne. And uh, we're going to take an interesting look at the world of NFL. Now, there's nothing like a healthy head of hair. Shane, when I first met you, those blonde flowing locks, well, they had a life of their own. Yes, Timmy. As they say, look after your hair and everything else will take care of itself. Now, I've got something for you too, Timmy, even with that silver fox look. It's called Main Hair Care. Oh, Main Hair Care. I know it. I absolutely love it. Yes, mate. Specialised men's hair care. Targeting scalp conditions to stimulate scalp and over time improve growth. Oh, it's a fantastic product. It really is. I also note that it's all Australian, fully organic ingredients, Shane. Yep. Not only will you look good, but the scent is just wonderful. Main Hair Care. I'm going to get it on today. And that's spelled M-A-N-E, mainhaircare.com. Shane, Tim Payne, uh, Tasmania, like when you look at a player, I mean, obviously David Boone stands out, Ricky Ponting stands out as Tasmanians. Tim Payne's not far behind and there's some pretty unfortunate ironies about this last test match of this Ashes series being played in his hometown of Hobart. Yeah, it would have been a lovely finish for him, wouldn't it? Um, but Tim Payne's career never really went to plan, did it? He started his career as a young guy, was in there, um, broke his finger in a, a, a practice match, um, was then pretty much dropped from the, the Tasmanian team, went on to um, to captain Australia in those unfortunate circumstances. But now you see him, he's um, he's going to miss the final test, which would have, been, would have been in front of his home crowd and family. So really, really disappointing for Tim Payne. And I'm sure he'd love to be at the ground to watch, but he's not even going to be there. I wonder if he will continue to play. And the reason why I say that is because there's really an opportunity. Um, Watching Sydney, many of the experts thought Alex Carey's glove work was poor. Uh, So there's there's no real obvious player to... I mean, Alex Carey can obviously lift his game and get consistent and other young guys can come through. But it's a, it's a, a very exacting job that we're keeping. And when you think we're going to spend a lot of time in the subcontinent, subcontinent in 2022, um, there's still a chance, isn't there? Yeah, I, I don't think so. I, I, I mm. think they'll go with the younger guy if, if they change it. But Alex Carey's in there. Look, he's done a good job. He's done enough so far. 
Um, I can't see him being dropped just yet. Um, the subcontinent, as you mentioned, will test him, um, keeping up to the spinners. There will be long days in the field, so he's going to have his work cut out. But uh, I think he's the goods, Alex Carey. And, um, but, yeah, we won't see Tim Payne with the gloves back on for Australia, that's for sure. Yeah, it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting. I might have a $1 bet with you that um, we do at some point. Um, I, 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 just, I, I just think the most predictable <laughs> I, I think the most predictable okay. thing in life and sport is its unpredictable nature. And, um, yeah, we'll wait and see. Age is the big thing. But uh, one thing that he is, is a very good gloveman. Um, he's very tidy behind the stumps. Do you think England can win this? This last test? Uh, I don't think so. It's going to be really, really hard for England to bowl um, the Australian team out down there, I think. Uh, generally, the, the the test matches they've played in Hobart have been really flat wickets. Um, it will do a little bit early, um, so that will suit Broaden Anderson. But I just think Australia has the momentum. Um, I think Stokes, yeah, he's obviously won't be able to bowl. Whether he plays or not, we'll wait and see. But uh, I think Australia will end up winning this series for zero. Uh, the, the one thing that's interesting, though, that changes the perspective of, say, that test match that Australia flogged New Zealand in the early 90s or the Pakistan mm. test where Greg Blewett bowled so well, and there hasn't been that many test matches in Hobart, is it is a historic day-night test match. So it'll be really interesting with those cold nights in Hobart to mm. see how things change. Yeah, possibly. And uh, the big thing, whether Stark plays or not, uh, we all know he's a pink ball specialist, but he looked pretty tired towards the end of um, the last test match. And his record in the fifth test match of a series, he averages 52 with the ball. So will Stark play? I'm sure he'd want to. Um, as I said yesterday, he's been he's done a fantastic job this series. Um, I'd like to see him play and um, and take a bag of wickets to really sort of um, to front end um, and back end his series. It's really interesting, the Big Bash, isn't it? A couple of weeks ago or even a week ago, we thought, oh, everyone's decimated, boom, boom, boom. They're, but they're all coming back. It seems like the, they've got through the pain and they're coming out the other side. Yeah, the Scorchers. Scorchers winning, Sixers winning. Yeah, and they're, they're the two big teams. Once again, the Scorchers beat the Stars. Uh, Scorchers scored 196 for three and, and the Stars only manage 149. Um, Hobson, 46. Evans, 69 for the Scorchers. Um, Kelly also bowled really well for the Scorchers, taking four for 25. And then the Sixers match, uh, Sixers were six for 150. Renegades with dismal 105 runs. Um, Enrique's top scoring for the Sixers. Yeah, he's been a great player, great captain, 49. But it was Dwarshus with the ball for the Sixers, taking five for 26 off four overs. Great figures. Marsh, the only... Um, one giving a little bit of resilience to the Renegades. He scored 39 out of 105. So they're the two key two key teams with form. What do you think of the moustache on Dorcius? He uh, it's almost become something that he ensures. He's it's a, it's his signature, isn't it? It's a little bit of Ron Jeremy about that, isn't it? It has got a bit of hedgehog. It really does. Um, <laughs> it's interesting. I like the idea of the A-League and the magic round. Of course, we see the magic round in the rugby league where all teams uh, combine over, over a couple of days and they all play at the same venue. And that's what the A-League is um, planning to, to make up for some of these postponed games. Yeah, and um, as I said, they're, they're going to try and stick to finishing um, the competition on the 28th of May. Uh, and looks like they're on track for that. They're, they're, they've done a good job. And I think we said yesterday that the A-League um, uh, have always been given a hard time how they run mm. the game. But I think they've done a fantastic job this year. The Magic Round's clever, though, isn't it? It's a, it's a smart way to do it. 
It, it is, mate. It, it brings costs down too when you're not travelling around the, the country and, and flights and that and really keeps people isolated in one area and they can control the COVID outbreak there as well. So, yeah, it, it's a smart way to do it. North Melbourne are going to have a, a big 2022. They need all their players on deck already. Uh, the vaccine hesitant Jed Anderson's not there. Well, this is a tough one, Tim, because Jed Anderson actually got his first vaccine and he had a... Mm. Uh, um, uh, a really um, adverse reaction to it. So there's got to be exceptions for this. Now, I- I'm a big one for getting everyone vaccinated, but, you know, mm. if he's got really sick after he got his first vaccination, he's not trying to avoid it. He's not trying to get around it. He's not he's not an anti-vaxxer at all. He just doesn't agree with him. So you need to make exceptions for those sort of guys, I think, because you, you can't lose your football career if you try to do the right thing. And if medically, if you can't accept it, well, then uh, there should be exceptions made for him, definitely. Yeah, interesting one, that one. Uh, it's a difficult one because qu- qu- quite a few people had some fairly poor reactions, particularly to that first jab. All right, stay on the way because it's all about Novak Djokovic. He's just around the corner. Can he decide an election, Novak? So, Shane, it's one of the big news stories of the world, the whole Novak Djokovic thing. Uh, uh, Serbian government getting involved uh, and all these supporters are still waiting, actually, on a decision from Alex Hawke, who is the immigration minister at federal level. I'd be very surprised if they do anything, the federal government. They've already botched this stuff, this, and um, it's it looks like another nail. Uh, look, I mean, we've got an election just a few months away, and um, Anthony Albanese is, is firming in the betting. Uh, they've really stuffed some things up. Yeah, Scotty from marketing, Scotty Morrison, is <laughs> more issues on his plate. I wonder if you'll show up to the Australian Open tennis, mate, like you did the cricket. I doubt it. Um, as we know, Immigration Minister Alex Hawke can veto and cancel his um, his actual visa. I don't think they'll do that, Timmy, as you mentioned. I think they'll want this to go away. And uh, what should be a, a big celebration for Australia has turned into an absolute shit fight, that's for sure. Oh, yeah. And what about the fans? Uh, look, I, I still think that when, when it starts, there's going to be a bunch of other supporters and they're going to need plenty of security on court one, aren't they? Because uh, when the two fans uh, lock horns, there could be some dust-ups. Yeah, and the Serbians don't take backward steps, do they? Um, mm. So, yeah, but... But I just imagine what's going on and what Scott, Scott Morrison's actually thinking now. <laughs> like, how's he going to handle this? But uh, I don't think they'll cancel his um, his visa. But as we know, these next two weeks uh, of the Australian Open, those fans will get pretty violent and, and they'll carry on. So this isn't going away in a hurry for, for Scott Morrison and the Australian government. No, absolutely. It's really interesting when you uh, Google BBC News, CNN, mm. any of the other large news services uh, from right around the world. Top story, Novak Djokovic. Yeah, exactly right, mate. And uh, as we said, it's, it's bringing headlines. It's interesting to see, he's a real fighter. I, I said yesterday that he hasn't had the preparation that he would have liked. Um, sort of, you can have six days of probably intense training. Uh, so we'll see how he goes. But yeah, if he can get through the first few rounds, will be the key for him. Um, he'll be he'll be there towards the end and, and, and fighting. And this is the sort of things that lift Novak Djokovic, that's for sure. Would you have a beer with him? No, absolutely not. No, he's, he's not my style of thing. And, you know, I think Rebecca Rebecca Madden said the best when she was caught off air on Channel Seven, and I quote: "She's saying he's lie, he's he's a liar, he's sneaking, he's an asshole." And uh, I'm not saying those words. She did. She did it for me. I know she did it for you. And I was just about to bring that up because uh, that has gone viral. She's gone to Channel Seven, uh, back to Channel Seven after being at Channel Nine, and uh, in yeah. the first few weeks of her new. 
um, partnership with Mike Amor. I don't know how that got out, but people, many people would have seen it by now, but it's gone absolutely viral. There's a minute chat that wasn't supposed to go to air that has gone all around the world. So just on that, Tim, you've, you've spent 30 mm. years in, in the media. What, what will happen to her job there? Oh, I think she'll be okay, but it's it's obviously okay. not um, – it's really not – and him, like, he dropped the F-bomb a few times. I don't think yeah. it's the way they want to start their partnership. I'm not a great subscriber in any publicity is good publicity, so – Mm. I just wonder how it got out. That's that's the thing. Um, plenty of conversations I was involved with. If they ever got out, you'd be in all sorts of shit. Um, yes. But uh, yeah, I, I, that 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 story may be the next to, to come out. Now, Tanasi Kokonakis, do you reckon if he gets his body fit, he could do some big things? He's had so many problems. Came on the scene a few years ago with so much promise. Mate, he's looking good. So he's played is he playing in the second Adelaide International. Um, he made the, the, the quarterfinals last week. Uh, and he started off um, this uh, this Adelaide International in, in, in smoking form, mate. He won six four six love. He looks so good. He's got all, all round court game. He's tall. He's got a good serve. He's agile. Um, and I think, mate, he, he's a real smoky if he can get it right, as opposed to his mate Bernard Tomic, who imploded on the other court. What about him? I'm going to get uh, COVID. Like, is he, is he losing? What's going on with Big Bernie? He's, he's doing he's, he's, he's doing his burnouts without the without the car. Yeah, he looked unfit. Um, he struggled around the court. He looked slow, and he, he was basically saying to the the umpire that um, I'll, I'll have a bet with you, mate. Um, I'll buy you dinner. I'll have COVID in two days, and that's just a stupid thing to say once again. That a you should be testing. If you think you got COVID, why would you be out in the court potentially infecting people? The guy's got no idea. Absolute yeah. no idea. I've got no yeah, time not- for him. And, and we hope he doesn't get sick, but it's not really going to matter no. so much if he gets COVID because he's missed out on the Australian Open anyway. So yep. he's probably going to be on a beach in uh, in Queensland somewhere. Now, Tom Brady defies his coach orders to get teammate a million-dollar bonus. This is an interesting story. Mate, what a great story. His old mate, Rob uh, Kwonskowski, um, had a chance to, uh, I suppose, finish off multiple incentives. Um, so he needed... A, I think 85 more yards, um, and also he had to uh, take another seven catches, um, um, receive another seven catches to have a million-dollar bonus. Brady was off the um, off the field at the time, and he saw that his good mate was just short of these milestones, so he put his helmet back on, even though they were winning, went on, threw in the ball, he, he received his 55th pass, and Gwatskowski unlocked his bonus of a million dollars. He said, that's what friends are for. How good is that? Oh, absolutely. could almost make a song about that title. That's what friends are for. <laughs> now, um, you talk about the GOAT, uh, Tom Brady. When you think of Australian cricket, the GOAT would have to be Shane Warne, particularly of the modern era. Bradman as our best batsman, Warney as our best bowler. But um, he he preferred the, the cheese sandwiches, the baked beans and the bungers to sort of doing much, you know, strenuous work. Well, we had a, uh, a pre-season one year where um, – John Buchanan, our coach, took us uh, almost. It was like camping. What I'm doing now, but without toilets, <laughs> without a nice a nice place to eat. Um, we had to carry our backpacks with our food and everything in it. We were strip searched pretty much at the start. Had to hand over. You couldn't have any sweets or chocolates um, and cigarettes, which was a big thing for Warney. And I remember this sort of commando guy going through Warney's boots and finding cigarettes in there that he'd hidden. Then he. He had to take off his um, <laughs> all his underwear and everything too to make sure he didn't have any cigarettes. They finally got all the cigarettes off Warney and we walked for, I oh, felt like days, but it was hours, carrying water and our supplies. And we finally set up camp 
so tired, and we just saw Warney's tent light up. <laughs> he had a couple more cigarettes stashed somewhere. I don't know where they were, Tim, but they weren't on his body. Holy smoke. <laughs> yeah, the look on the commando's face when we're in the pitch black under the stars and his, and his tent just lit up with a cigarette light. <laughs> it's fantastic. That's it for afternoon sport today. Make sure you hit follow or subscribe wherever you listen. A big thank you to our sponsors. Our fantastic sponsors, Main Hair Care. That's M-A-N-E, mainhaircare.com. And, of course, a big, big thank you to our wonderful producer, Dan McHugh. We'll be back tomorrow with your daily dose of sport. We'll see you then, guys. Take care.